Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Dre Baldwin. Dre is the CEO and founder of Work On Your Game Incorporated. He has given four TEDx talks and has authored 33 books. Dre's content has been consumed over 103 million times, and his daily Work On Your Game podcast has over 2,700 episodes and over 7 million listeners. Dre had a nine-year professional basketball career playing in eight countries. His framework in Roadmap in Reverse for Professional Mindset involves strategy, systems, and execution. Dre, it's a pleasure to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast. And Chris, I'm excited to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Yes, sir. We've been looking forward to this as well and uh, really excited about what a, a great bio that you have. You played professional basketball. Uh, you have this amazing business that's up and going now, but maybe there's something in the bio that uh, you would like to share personally with the Dream Out Loud podcast today that maybe that wasn't in your bio. Well, I was once in a 4th of July hot dog eating contest. I didn't go too well. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit about how, how that went. I mean, I know we always watch that and uh, people gather around their TV. I know my son's really big into that. They watch this. So what went terribly yeah. wrong at the hot dog eating contest? Yeah, well, this was a local one. This wasn't on TV. So I was in a <laughs> no, Coconut Grove here in Miami and uh, somebody just scouted me. There was some scout walking around that day. I guess I looked like a, a big guy. So said maybe he can eat a lot of hot dogs. So I said, I'll do it because we all saw it on TV. So, uh-huh. so I figured I'll just do what those guys do. Uh, eat the hot dog and dip the bun in some water and see how many I can eat. Maybe I can win. And then the first one, the hot dog, I, that's fine. But the uh, dipping the bun in the water, Chris, yeah, that triggered the gag reflex. <laughs> so I didn't really want to eat anything after about half of the first bun. So I think I ate officially wanted to have hot dogs i did not want <laughs> uh well at least you tried now at least at least you know and uh, a for effort so uh, we we don't know things until we at least try this that's that's funny. right uh so we want to talk a little bit about today there's so many things in your bio that we talked about your business your company um but i know that one of your big things you do one of your hearts is to really help other people succeed and of course here on the dream out loud podcast we love to see people dream outside the box the perimeters of where they are and a dream out loud. So tell me a little bit about uh, what it is that got you interested in helping other people succeed. Well, it started with helping myself. You know, my background is as an athlete. So I went to a Division three college, was a third tier college sports. And getting out of college, nobody was checking for me to play pro basketball. So what I ended up doing was working a couple of regular jobs at the college, worked at Foot Locker as an assistant manager, worked at Valley Total Fitness on memberships. Then I went to this event called Exposure Camp. It's basically like a job fair for athletes. Pray pretty well, got on there, and that's how I started my career. And I took the footage from that exposure camp, which was on this thing called a VHS tape. Remember that? Was oh, first? I remember. <laughs> yeah, so I took the VHS tape, got that put on an audio, took it to an audiovisual store, got it on a data CD, uploaded it to this brand new website called YouTube.com. And that's how I started to build my brand online because I just put my – basketball highlights on YouTube, not because I was trying to jump an audience. This is 2005. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is a thing to do at that time. But people saw the video and they were leaving comments like, hey, who are you? Who taught you how to play? How often do you practice? And that's what the light bulb went off in my head to said, hey, this is an underserved audience of people who are just like me. They want to learn how to play basketball, but they don't have anyone to teach them. They were just 10 years younger than me. So I started putting out videos a little bit sporadically at first. 
Then by about 2009, I started doing it all the time, like every single day. And that's when I started to build an audience. And I realized that by helping myself and teaching myself how to play, now I had a skill that I could teach to other people. And the internet allowed me to make that skill very easily transferable. And then it led to the mindset piece. And that is when I drew the audience who didn't play sports. And that's kind of how we started in the direction of where we ended up today. Wow, that's awesome. And so, of course, we said a few moments ago that you've consumed more than 103 million times uh, your videos and things that you've put on YouTube, what's, which is absolutely phenomenal. And so what would you say is some of the uh, highlights of someone that maybe has given you a personal story or an example of something that you have helped them supersede because of what you have put out there on the internet and through YouTube and through your following? What is one of those highlights? And we like to call them in coaching aha moments, those moments that they know, had they not listened to you or watched your YouTube channel, that they would have never really obtained where they are today. Wow. Well, man, hundreds and thousands of those for some, uh, from basketball players to finally made their high school teams, yeah. to the players who get to go play in college, to uh, several players who have even had professional careers based on information that I've shared with them about the pro basketball world, to parents reaching out to me saying, hey, thank you for what you're doing because – you know, my son doesn't have a father around, but watching you has actually helped him in ways that I, as a mother, couldn't help him. I've had many of those. So, uh, man, so many that I can't even pinpoint one specifically, at least from the basketball world. Yeah. In the business world, it's been the same thing. Just teaching people the things that I've learned about business, whether it comes to basic things like building a list, putting together a sales funnel, uh, how to start building an audience. And I work with a lot of people who don't really, they're not really looking for a business outcome. They're already doing things business-wise, but they want some help with the off the off the court, so to speak, mm -hmm. things in life. So I work with entrepreneurs who are making $500,000 $600,000 a year, but they need help with getting back in shape because they're right. putting all their time into making money. Yeah. Or they're not spending as much time with their significant other as they want to or as much time with their kids as they want to. So they're looking at me to help them get some structure in their life so they can have some more discipline. So... Uh, also, people who are making plenty of money, top 1% income earners, but they don't feel confident. They're not as mentally tough as they want to be. Mm -hmm. Not sure how to get rid of this employee who they can't easily fire right. because of the paperwork. So I help people with all different things from all different walks of life. And again, we have literally thousands of those testimonials and case studies. Wow. From over the years. That's awesome. And I love that you have taken that all the way from, you know, playing sports through entrepreneurship, owning your own business. And uh, that's my heart. When you start talking entrepreneurship, that's really my heart and what I do. And I love uh, watching, especially young people move into entrepreneurship. I once heard it said that we spend our, uh, our health trying to obtain wealth. And then our latter years, we spend right. our wealth trying to regain our health. So I'm glad that you're out there trying to balance people early to say, hey, let's do it the right way so you can have wealth with health. So you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. So we know that you have this network called Work On Your Game. So tell me a little bit about how that actually started, what's going on with that. Work On Your Game Incorporated, where did that actually come from? So where Working Your Game came from was just from... Me making basketball videos back in the day. This is probably about 2009. Mm -hmm. and at this time, I had uh, a nice little audience on the internet, but I wasn't really taking the content game serious. It was just it just started to become a thing a little bit after this. But by this point, first of all, what happened is I had all these ball players following me on YouTube. Every time I put out a video, I would get a ton of comments from players just asking, "Hey, uh, can you give me some tips? Can you give me some help? Can you give me some advice?" And I would get those, I would get those three words almost every day mm -hmm. because that's what all people were asking for. And I once made a video, it was about 
four in the morning. I had a, I had a 24 hour fitness and I had my camera with me because I always brought my camera and I made this little talking video. It was only about two minutes long and it's still on YouTube to this day. And I said to the camera and to my audience, listen, the reason why many of you can't play, the reason you're not making your high school team, the reason nobody passes you the ball when you play is because look where you're at, look where I'm at. I'm in the gym practicing. You're on YouTube watching videos. Like, so mm-hmm. what you need to do is get off the computer and you no, know, turn off your Xbox, stop standing outside on the corner, and go work on your game. I put some other colorful language in there, too. But this, that's pretty much the gist of the message, was go work on your game. And I was just saying it to say it. I was just making a statement. I wasn't trying to turn that into a phrase. I never used that phrase before mm-hmm. I said that. And people really loved that phrase. And they just started repeating it back to me. Work on your game. All right, that makes sense. Work on your game. So about a year after that, Chris, that's when I realized, you know what? My whole thing, everything I'm doing, I can just put it under the umbrella of this one phrase, work on your game. Because it doesn't limit itself to just basketball. That applies to everything. And I knew that eventually my journey would take me outside of the basketball world. And that phrase didn't it didn't pigeonhole me into sports. Yeah. So that's where work on your game came from. And everything fits perfectly under the umbrella. Wow. So here you are on the Dream Out Loud podcast, and we're talking to Dre Baldwin, a professional basketball player now working on this amazing company called Work On Your Game. And I want to just you to take a moment to stop and think about the areas of your life that you can start working on right now. What is that thing that you wish you had a second chance of doing? And today we hope that Dre will inspire you and encourage you. And at the end of the episode, we'll tell you a little bit about how to connect with him as well and maybe to um, get involved in some of his books as well. He's got some great reads out there for you. So work on your game is something that was inspired, something you developed. I love that story and about how you just know when something clicks, you know, that niche, that moment when it happens. So now expand a little bit because in your bio, we talk something about the roadmap in reverse. And that's something that you do now. Tell us a little bit about how the roadmap in reverse actually works. Sure. So I actually got that phrase from a client of mine. He was just making a, a testimonial video and he asked the person behind the camera, said, well, what is it about Dre's process that you like the most? And he said, well, what Dre really is good at is that he kind of takes your situation, he takes a complex situation, he breaks it down, and he builds this roadmap in reverse for exactly what you need to do. And I remember watching, I was watching all the testimonial videos. I said, man, I need to start using it. That's actually a great phrase. So that's really where it came from. And what the roadmap in reverse is about, it's about strategizing. It's about strategizing, and strategy is simply a plan of action. So where are you at right now? Where do you want to go? And all we do is deconstruct from the end point of where you want to be backwards to where you are right now. And that's how our plan is going to be built out. So the roadmap in reverse is about figuring out from where we are today and where we want to be, what steps need to happen, what needs to be true in order for us to get there. That's what the roadmap in reverse is about in a nutshell. Wow, that's awesome. And of course, with our coaching firm, Dream Releaser Coaching, uh, we try to get people to really move one step forward, one step closer and see their entire big picture. And then we start giving them the, you know, the next step or they give us actually the next step of where they're going to go and how they're going to get there. So I love that roadmap to reverse. Uh, starting at the end foundation of where we want to be and then how we're going to actually get there. So how can you challenge people that are stuck to change their mindset? I see a lot of people, especially in my business, that there's a lot of people that have great ideas, but they get stuck along the way. And a lot of people come to our coaching firm simply because they're stuck. So how would you encourage somebody today to move from a stuck mindset? That's an excellent question. And it's actually the biggest reason that people need coaching is the stuck mindset. It's not a, I tell people this all the time, Chris, everything that people believe is their challenge is not a skill 
based challenge, not a lack of skill. It's not a lack of intelligence. It's not a lack of access to information. It's also not even a lack of resources, which, but those are the common things that people say. Oh, I'm not doing this because I don't have the money or I don't know how or I don't know the people or I don't have the, I just don't know what to do. But those are usually not the problems because the process for creating anything in life is be, do, and have in that order. Mm-hmm. Being is the mindset, doing is the action, having is the result. And the challenge for many people is they focus so much on the doing. What do I need to do? Somebody tell me what to do. Let me go read a book, another book. Let me watch another video. Let me listen to another podcast. It'll tell me what to do. And people get access to all this information, all the stuff that they could do, yet they still don't get the outcome. Mm-hmm. So clearly that's not the result. That's, I mean, that's not the solution is getting more information. What needs to change for people, even when you have the information, is you got to change your mindset. Because if I give you a, a list of 17 things to do, I say, you do these 17 things, you'll make 10 times more money in the next 90 days. Most people will not do those 17 things because they're going to, those 17 things will take them so far out of their comfort zone that it makes them uncomfortable mentally and emotionally that they will not take the actions, even if they 100% believe that it will work because they haven't yet changed their mindset. So when you give someone steps of action to take until they change their mentality, they will not follow those steps. So uh, to answer your question here, the most important part of the mindset, and this is the reason why mindset is the foundation of what we do at Work On Your Game. I tell people that all the time. The first thing we're going to work on is your mindset. Even if you think your problem is you want to make $10,000 a month. All right, that, yes, okay, we can make $10,000 a month, but we got to change your mindset because right now you're making $2,000 a month. So until we change your mindset from a $2,000 to a $10,000 mindset, nothing I tell you is going to get you to $10,000 because yeah. the actions can't be built on a faulty mindset. You can't plant an apple tree in barren soil. So we got to change the soil first, then we can plant the tree. Yeah. So that mindset piece is always the foundation of any change that anybody wants to make. Unfortunately, uh, the biggest challenge, not even unfortunate, but the challenge for coaches like us, Chris, is that you can't see mindset. See, we can see your bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see sales. We can see your customer list. We can see your email list. So people usually gravitate towards those things because they're black and white and they're objective and you can count them. But until you change the mindset, those things that you can count don't change. Right. Wow. Wow, you said a mouthful there about it. that mindset is so big because so many people say what they want to do, but they don't follow it up with actions. And I know uh, one of the, my one of my big things I had a big career change in my coaching firm. Um, my doctorate's in counseling, and I moved this uh, about 16 years ago, but nine years ago, making that huge change it was all about a mindset of really changing my mind to this is going to work, this is going to be success. So uh, I think it's really important that we really identify in order to go where we're going and to be unstuck, we've got to start looking at what is it that we need to change. So you've played professional basketball for nine years in eight different countries. Uh, What did you learn about the systems and and the executions of your journey there, Uh, being overseas for so long and playing professional ball? What were some of your highlights? Man, the whole thing was a highlight. But uh, as far as, because the thing about playing professional sports is, first of all, it's a job that 99% of people never have. Yeah. So you're playing literally a kid's game for a living and you're getting paid for it. And when you're playing internationally, you also get to travel the world on somebody else's dime to literally play a game. Right? That's literally what you're doing. So the whole thing is a highlight in and of itself. And also being the fact that I came from a Division three level where most people don't even dream about making it and I actually made it that uh, made it even better but the biggest thing as far as what I learned your question was what did I learn in the process of doing it right man biggest thing I learned is you got to know how to sell yourself because the only reason I played pro ball is I know how to sell myself Chris it's not because of my talent Hmm. now to be a pro athlete you have to have a baseline of talent there's a line there's a cutoff line anybody who's below this line you, you don't have a chance 
but the people above this line, there are more people above the line than there are jobs. Right? So being a pro athlete is not like being a doctor or a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Anybody technically could be a doctor if they pass the, the tests, yeah. right? Anybody could be a podcaster if they have a microphone. But not everybody can be a pro athlete, especially in the team sport level, because you have to earn your way in. Even individual sports like golf, like there's a you have to get into the, the PGA. You got to get in. Right. Everybody can't get in. Uh, football, hockey, basketball, baseball, everybody cannot get in. So you got to – what did I have? This is a question I ask myself. What can I do that the other players – Let's say there are a thousand of us going for 10 jobs. What can I do that they can't do? And if I had just limited myself to how most athletes think, which is, well, just my ability itself is going to separate me from everyone else. I said, I know that's not going to be enough. I need to do something that they won't do. So for me to get into pro ball, again, my journey was a little bit different than most pro athletes that I had to go out and sell myself. Mm. Like I told you, I went to an exposure camp. I had to go to that camp because nobody knew who I was. That's how I started to get myself known. When I came back from the exposure camp, it was just an exposure camp, just a two day event. I played pretty well there and I had the footage, I had a scouting report. Mm-hmm. Still, I still did not have a job opportunity. So I went and started calling, cold calling basketball agents. And an agent in sports is similar to agents in other industries. And I start cold calling them to sell an agent on representing me. Now, usually how it works is the other way around. Agents call you, right, to represent you. But mm-hmm. again, nobody knew who I was. So I had to call them. To get them to represent me. So I just learned how to sell myself. And that value of that skill of selling myself mm-hmm. has paid for itself uh, a thousand times over, over the last uh, almost two decades. So that's the number one thing is selling myself. The other thing is uh, just the fact that I got to see the world and see places that had it not been for basketball, most of the places that I went to, I probably never would have gone or even knew existed uh, before basketball. Because when you're playing basketball overseas from America, you start to know about all these countries because you got friends playing in this country, your agents mentioned in this country, and you're talking to this team in that country. And you're like, oh, all right, I might end up, I might go to Luxembourg, all right, I might, <laughs> I might go to Japan, all right, I'm going to Lithuania, right? These places that you heard of, but you never even, you couldn't even locate on a map if it wasn't for the fact that now you actually, you might end up there tomorrow. So uh, I would say of those two things, and if I can give you one more, it's uh, just understanding that when you're playing at the the pro ball level overseas, for the most part, your job is not, this is not a guaranteed contract. So you all who watch basketball on TV in the United States, this is not like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, you got a four-year contract guaranteed no matter what you do. No, over there, it's every day. Wow. Every day you, you could get sent home if you have a bad day. You got a bad practice and get fired from your job. Wow. You have a bad couple of games in a row, you can get fired from your job. It literally is like that when you're playing overseas at a certain level, but there are certain players who are a little bit higher than that. But at that level, you understand that every single day, your job is on the line. Even in practice, you got to show up there like it's a game, because if you don't play too well, there's another player waiting in the wings to take your spot. And that's a, a cutthroat business, but it toughens you up and it primes you for uh, the performance mandate that is required in the sports world. And sports is player versus player is objective. Mm-hmm. There's a scoreboard and it's a finite game. It's a binary. There's a winner and there is a loser. So sports is not everybody wins. No, it's a winner and there's a loser. And you got to be mentally tough to deal with that. Wow. So your strategy must have definitely paid off because you were in the industry for nine years in eight countries. So that's amazing. That's a, a success story in itself. 
And for those of you that are listening to the DOL, uh, the DOL podcast today, you know that my hashtag is hashtag living your dream. Sitting down with Gray Baldwin today, hashtag living his dream today as well as you can see as he's moving people into success. And that's what life is all about, of taking people to the place they are, maybe the place they feel stuck, and elevate them into that place so they really know they're fulfilling their purpose in life. Well, Dre, you've written several books, and I really want to introduce some of those books to our audience here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Maybe somebody needs a good read, somebody needs inspired, somebody needs encouraged. Out of the 33 books that you have uh, written, where would you like for the reader to actually start to be inspired and to say, you know what, I'm going to go for this thing, I'm going to move from being stuck to unstuck? How would you direct them with your books? First place I would have them go, Chris, to my... Uh, most popular, my latest and most popular book called Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs. Uh-huh. And this book is all about how you show up and give your best effort when you least feel like it. And this, the source material from this book actually came from when I was putting videos on YouTube and I would put videos up every day. By this point, it was every day. So mm-hmm. it was around 2014. And players, because I would always be in this empty gym making my videos. And a lot of ball players, anyone who plays sports, you understand, and, and basketball specifically, you go to the local park to play basketball, all the kids in the neighborhood are at the park. So you yeah. never have the court to yourself. You know, players want that because they want to be able to practice. So they would ask me how I had the court to myself. They said, Dre, do you own the gym? Do you have a gym in your house? Do you rent the gym out so nobody else can use it? The answer was none of those things. And the answer was simply, I just showed up more often than everybody else. So it got to the point that most of the time I was in there, it was empty. And I explained to people that on the first day, you give people access to something that they want. First day, everybody shows up, mm-hmm. right? Second day, a little bit fewer people, but most of them still there. By the third day, uh, a lot of people ain't there anymore. And six mm-hmm. months later, it's back to the normal group. So any of you go to a gym, uh, you understand the beginning of the year, I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but in January, the gym is packed. Yeah. Right? Everybody's in the gym. Yep. Right? And then by about uh, Valentine's Day, you still got a few new people in there. But by around uh, St. Patrick's Day, it's back to the same group from last year. And the same people from last year. Yeah. And most of the money that gyms make, a lot of people don't notice, is from customers who are paying but never showing up and using the facility. Right. Because they just pay and they never cancel the membership, but they never show up. So the thing about the third day is, what do you do on those days when you realize that it's a, no longer a party, the new car smell has worn off, you realize that this is there's some real work that has to be done to make this, this relationship or this business or this podcast or mm-hmm. this course or this company, to make this thing work, there's some real work I had to do. This is not going to be as easy as it looked. In, in the brochure. It's yeah. not as easy as it sounded in the manual. What am I going to do? Am I going to show up every day and do the work? And that's what makes you a true professional because the definition of a professional is someone who gets paid to do something as their main occupation. The only way anybody will pay you consistently to do anything is if you consistently show up and do it. So the book, The Third Day, is all about how do you systemize and strategize for showing up and delivering even when you don't feel like showing up and delivering. So I will start everybody with this book. And as a matter of fact, I give people a free copy of the book. All you got to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. That's where I would have everyone start. And I know I have a lot of books, Chris, but there's a sales funnel behind this. So you can walk out of that funnel with 15 books. <laughs> so that's where I would have everybody start. Awesome. Right? Hey, I'm a reader, and I'm, I'm definitely going to get that book and, and look into some of the others as well. I love what you said. Just show up. Just show up. And I think that's so important and for our listeners today here on the Dream Out Loud podcast 
I want you to hear what Dre's saying today. Just show up. I know you have a dream inside of you, and we want to pull that dream out. And if there's nobody else who believes in you, we want to believe in you. We want you to know that you can go after your dreams, and they can truly come to pass. So as he just said, just show up. I remember, Dre, the first time I ever went into a gym. I was 51 years old when I went into the gym for the first time. Oh, wow. I was a business owner, so I never had time. And now for the last, uh, uh, gosh, almost a decade now, I've been to the gym every single day. Whether I feel like it or not, I go. And so I'm building. I'm still building. And I just had to make up my mind. You have to change the mindset. Show up every day, even if you don't want to be there. I love that. So you guys, make sure that you get a copy of this book, Third Day. Third Day. And he's going to tell us again in a few moments. I know that some of you are scurrying, trying to find a pen and paper to write it down. We're going to give you that opportunity again to write down that book and to see all of, of Dre's books. He has uh, 33 books out right now. And so I'm a firm believer. I believe what Dale Carnegie said years and years and years ago, you'll be the same person you are five years from now, except for the books you read and the people that you meet. Today, we're introducing you to Dre Baldwin. We're introducing you to a line of books that he has that's going to push you into that place of success. So I want you to take a moment, if you will, Dre, and we want you to dream out loud. This is the Dream Out Loud podcast, and we like for all of our guests to tell us your next dream. What is the next big thing for the work on your game and corporation that you have? What is the next big dreams that you have? Great question. So the next big thing for us is, first of all, completely removing myself from anything that is not speaking to people one-on-one, speaking to a group or writing. I know those are my money skills. Those are my million-dollar skills. Mm. And that's what I should be doing. Things like this conversation right here, this is where I should be spending the majority of my time. So that means uh, no more building sales funnels, no more running or touching advertising campaigns, uh, no more uh, doing lead generation, none of that stuff. And I have been going right along what you just said from Mr. Carnegie is meeting the right people who actually are good at that stuff and they love doing that stuff. Yeah. So you're using that who, not how principle that uh, Dan Sullivan and uh, Ben Hardy wrote a book about. A lot of people have talked about Jim Collins as well. And just replacing myself with the right type of people yeah. who are experts at that thing. And I'm willing to pay them. Right, you can... You need to get it. You get a percentage of things that you help me generate so that I can focus on what I do best. You can focus on what they do best and everybody wins. They win. I win. The clients win and the world wins. Even the government wins because they get to take a cut of the money. Right. So that's 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 what I'm focused on right now. Absolutely. And we know that the stat shows that we're we're all average people, but we're the average of what? We're all average today of the five people that we hang around the most. And so I would ask you today on the podcast, who are you connected to? Because, again, if you are a negative person, you're going to be connected to negative people. If you're an entrepreneur, you'll connect with entrepreneurs. So today we are bringing the best of the best to you here on the podcast to be able to really have you to really hone in and connect with greatness. And we believe that that's what it's about. We believe that your life will be better because of that. So it's about connection. So I love that dream. And, Dre, you've been an inspiration to us here um, worldwide uh, with Dream Out Loud podcast under our owners of Dr. Sam, Dr. Brenda Chan, and what all they're doing with Dream Releaser Coaching as well. So I want you to again share with our audience the ways that they can actually find your products and your services, what's out there for them, that they can actually close in on you and say, hey, I want to I get more information. How would they do that? 
Well, I'll give them three things. So, number one, we got the book, Third Day. You just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, the book's free. All we ask is that you cover the shipping. We'll get that out to you, a physical copy of the book. Uh, only place I work with anyone directly is in workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's our, our where all our programs and masterminds are at. I do send out a text message every morning, guaranteed to get people focused, sharp, and on point. Uh, can I share that number? Absolutely. Please do. Okay, so that is 305-384-6894. So if you just send a text to that number, I send out a daily motivation every day, and I send out a Monday motivation every Monday. That'll get you focused, sharp, and on point to start the week. Uh, daily motivation, we just charge $2 a month for that, but it's free to join the text community, so just text me, it's free. We'll tell you your options, but Monday motivation is free. Every week, you'll get that message straight from me, and I do reply to my messages. So if you want to text me directly, that's the best way to do so. So I'll give people those three. We got a lot of other things, but once you get into our world, we'll, we'll flood you with everything else. <laughs> You'll make sure that it follows down to them. Now, I was trying to write That's that right. number down, but I didn't get all of it. So if you would give us that sure. number again. 305-384-6894. Okay. So there you guys have it. You've been asking for resources. You've been asking for people that can really speak into your life. We really believe that Drake Baldwin is one of those people who can speak into your life today. He's given you a text encouragement every day, 305-384-6894. Also, make sure you capitalize on this free book offer that he's given you at thirddaybook.com. Uh, we want you to be connected. We want you to really, really take charge of your life and get the resources. And we love to be connected with other people who want people to succeed. So, Dre, it has been an honor and a privilege, number one, to meet you, uh, and number two, to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Much appreciated, Chris. I appreciate you sharing your platform and giving me the opportunity. You're so welcome. Well, we hope this podcast with Dre Baldwin has helped you to D-O-L. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out more about other products and resources that you heard about today, you can simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics right here on the D-O-L the Dream Out Loud podcast.